You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number 18. If you clicked on this episode, it's likely that you're an Enneagram 6 or you know a 6. Either way, I am so excited you are here with me today. Today we are covering the not-so-fun parts of the Enneagram, but the very necessary and needed parts that sometimes are overlooked. The parts that nobody wants to dig into because it makes us uncomfortable. And that right there is the key because complacency and being comfortable with okay is the killer of dreams. And I want you guys to all live out your dreams. And I am not about that mediocre crap. So I want you to be as pumped about growing as I am. So today we are covering the disintegration of an Enneagram type six and what they look like when they are unhealthy emotionally and when they are stressed. So are you ready to take some notes? All right, let's do this. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3 obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. So let me tell you a little bit about a six before we dig into the disintegration. Um, Maybe you don't know what type you are yet, and this will kind of explain who a type six is, or you don't know who in your family or friends is a type six. This will explain it, and I also want to affirm you sixes in what you are really good at before we talk about what you could grow in. So The Enneagram type six is committed. They are security oriented. Sixes are so reliable. They're hardworking. They're responsible. They're trustworthy. They are excellent troubleshooters. So they foresee problems. And this right here, I think, is one of their superpowers. They kind of plan ahead. Um, They foster cooperation. And the Enneagram type six is called the loyalist because out of all personality types, sixes are the most loyal to their friends and their beliefs, and they'll go down with the ship and hang on to relationships of all kinds far longer than most types, and even if it's hurting them. Sixes are also loyal to ideas, systems, beliefs, even if that belief is the idea of authorities being in question. So at their best, Enneagram type sixes are stable and self-reliant. They're encouraging and they want to champion themselves and others. So the basic fear of an Enneagram six is to be without support or guidance. And their basic desire is to have security and support. The key motivations of a six is to have security. They want to feel like they're supported by others, supported by their authority, their friends, their family. They want to have reassurance especially in relationships. And sometimes Enneagram type sixes can be known for their anxiety. So oftentimes their key motivation in life is to fight against anxiety and insecurity. So that was just a quick brief overview of who the Enneagram type six is. So if you are a six, this is for you. If you are not a six and you are listening for someone else, now you know who to listen for. So when we talk about the health levels, it kind of breaks down to nine levels. The first three are healthy levels. The second 
three are the average levels, and then the third three are the unhealthy levels. And when we look at someone's life, I truly believe that most everyone probably sits around average to unhealthy, honestly, in the majority of their lives, only because when we are able to be fully self-aware, that is when we're going to grow into the healthiest versions of ourselves. And that takes a lot of work. And I feel like not a lot of people do that. So first off, I want to congratulate you for listening to this podcast and listening to the bad stuff um, because it's not always fun to work on like the scary bad parts of ourselves. So here we go. At the healthy levels of an Enneagram type six, at level one, at their best, They become self-affirming, they are trusting of themselves and others, they're independent, and yet at the same time, they're cooperative as an equal. So because of their belief in themselves, it gives them true courage and positive thinking and leadership and rich self-expression. So at level two, the Enneagram type six is able to elicit strong emotional responses from others. They're very appealing, they're endearing, they're lovable, they're affectionate, So trust is such an important part to a six. They bond with others. They're forming permanent relationships and alliances. Although it might take a little bit of time to make that bond, once they're bonded, there's no going back. At level three, they are dedicated to individuals and movements that they deeply believe in. So they're community builders. They're responsible. They're reliable. They're trustworthy. They're very hardworking and persevering. They will sacrifice anything for others. They create stability and security in their world and bring cooperative spirit to those around them. So going into the average levels, at level four, An Enneagram type six starts investing their time and energy into whatever they believe will be safe and stable. So organizing and structuring, they look for alliances and authorities for security. And at this level, they start to anticipate problems already. At level five, to resist having any demands made on them, they react against others passive aggressively. They become evasive, indecisive, cautious. They can procrastinate. They're highly reactive at this level and become kind of anxious, negative, and can give people mixed signals. At level six, to compensate for insecurities, they become sarcastic or belligerent. They kind of blame others for their problems. And they take a tough stance toward outsiders or anybody that hasn't earned their trust yet. So they can become highly reactive and defensive and dividing people into friends and enemies. And they do this only because they are looking um, to see who's going to threat their own security. They become highly suspicious and fear instilling to silence their own fears. As we move into the unhealthy levels, at level 7, Fearing that they'll have their security ruined, they become kind of panicky or volatile, uh, self-despairing. Seeing themselves as defenseless, they seek out a stronger authority or belief to resolve all their problems. They become highly defensive and berating to others. At level eight, sixes feel like they are persecuted, like everyone is out to get them. They might lash out and act irrationally, bringing on what they fear the most. 
And at level nine, their most unhealthy level, they can become hysterical, seeking a way to escape punishment. They can become self-destructive and suicidal, alcohol, drug overdoses, and self-harming behavior appear at this health level and generally corresponds to passive-aggressive personality disorders. So when the six goes to three in disintegration, they become very competitive or arrogant when taking on the negative characteristics of a three. They can be highly concerned with how they're perceived in the world and by those around them, and they might even be devious or deceptive. So if you are anything like me, you're probably thinking, oh my goodness, when is this stuff going to end? But when we hear these hard things about our type and possible life situation, it's at the same time kind of encouraging because the start of self-development is being truly self-aware and knowing where you are in life. Um, It might be a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but when we know where we are in life emotionally, then we know what we can work on in our lives. And we know what a healthier version of ourselves actually looks like because the Enneagram describes it when we integrate. So we want to give you the tools to start becoming a better version of yourself through the Enneagram. I want to help you find clarity in your life, build confidence and self-worth, and help you create healthy habits. And if you have not gone through my 15-day Enneagram workbook, I would say this is the perfect place to start if you truly want to start growing into the best version of yourself. I know you just heard all of the bad things of your Enneagram type, but in this workbook, I will show you what the good things are about your Enneagram type and how you can grow into the best version of yourself and give you these growth tools that you can do yourself. And I personally use all of these tools in this workbook. And I seriously wish I had this book three years ago when I had just learned about the Enneagram. I'll link the workbook in the show notes so you can check it out, see if it's for you. It's helped me grow so much and I don't know why it wouldn't be for you. I wish you could see me wink right now. (laughs) Anyway, I want to give you three tangible steps right now that you can walk away with today and you can start the upswing or push you a little further into growth. So step number one, what you're going to do with all of this information I just gave you is be aware of your unhealthy tendencies and you're doing just that. So pat yourself on the back. Seriously, you should be so proud of the work that you're putting in to grow right now. We need to know these characteristics so we can change. So maybe re-listen to this podcast. Listen for the unhealthy tendencies and look for them in your own life and maybe even do a self-evaluation. When do I start to feel a certain way? And the second step is going to be accepting what's right in front of us. You might be hearing this podcast and totally slough it off and say, oh, it doesn't really matter. This totally does not apply to me. Oh, I do not do that. I have never been like that in my whole life. If you're saying any of these things, you might actually be in an unhealthy state and you might need to listen to this again. I'm just going to give you some tough love here because I can tell you from personal experience, when I heard about the unhealthy qualities of my type, I was not in a place where I could accept it and grow. So if I didn't say that already, the second step is to accept where you are. It took me maybe six months before I could actually accept where my life was actually at and was able to change from there. So you might not be in a place where you want to change yet. 
and that's okay. Download this podcast so when you're ready to make a change and grow into your full potential, you'll have it in your back pocket and you can listen again. And maybe just download it anyway, just in case you lose it and you need to come back for a little self-reflection. The third step is going to be take immediate action. And for sixes, this can sometimes be kind of hard to take quick action because you want to have everything figured out before you start so you don't run into problems. I want to challenge you to start now. Figure out what causes you to be stressed or disintegrate and create a switch habit that will pull you out of those disintegration states. It's as simple as changing your physical state, like moving your body or taking a few deep breaths or even writing out what you're stressed on a sheet of paper. This might actually be one of the most helpful things that you could take away with right now because this will help you get out of your head and put it into perspective. So since sixes are in the thinking triad, you can build up the circumstance or your stressors when actually in reality, they're not as big as you think they are. So if you can get them out of your head and onto a piece of paper so you can actually see what you need to take care of in the moment and take action on the problem quickly, this will be a huge step for you. So if there's anything that I've learned from this journey of self-development, it is this. Give yourself credit for the work that you're putting in. This is not an easy journey of recognizing, feeling uncomfortable, unlearning and relearning, and finally seeing growth. It takes time and it takes effort. And we can't compare our journey to somebody else's. The only thing we can compare to is who we were yesterday, last week, or even last year. And I am so proud of the work that you're putting in to becoming the best version of yourself. You are seriously killing it. And thanks so much for tuning in today. It means the world to me that we are on this journey of growth together. Remember, it's a journey and not a destination. Fall in love with the process. We can always grow. And I want you to be thinking of who in your life that you want to grow with. Got him in your head? Okay, now share this podcast with them so they can join us on this journey. It's a hard one, but it's so worth it. And you are worth the work. I'll see you next week and keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself.